Hi, boys and girls. This is Ms. Kathy. I'm so happy you've joined me today for another story just for you. Saved by a Song by Rich Edison Silently, the Confederate sniper hid behind a tree near the small stream bordering the Union encampment. Since dusk, he'd been stealthily working his way toward this spot. The skills he'd learned as a teenager hunting deer back home had proved valuable in helping him escape detection. A couple of times he'd accidentally stepped on a dry branch, and the resulting crack seemed like a rifle shot in the stillness of the dark forest. Instantly, he'd frozen in place, his ears straining for any sound that might indicate he'd been heard. But he hadn't seen any Union patrols, and as he checked his rifle, he congratulated himself on his skill. The muted sounds of the Union camp floated to him above the gurgling sounds of the stream. Several soldiers played cards around a campfire. Their raucous laughter and occasional curses disturbed the quiet of the night. From one tent, the rumbling sound of snoring ended abruptly with a loud whack as someone apparently threw a boot at the snorer. The sniper suppressed a laugh as he thought of the poor victim trying to figure out in the morning how he'd gotten that bruise. Suddenly, the moon appeared from behind a passing cloud, flooding the camp with light and reminding the sniper why he'd come. His sharp eyes scanned the enemy camp, looking for a likely target. The tents and few soldiers still up at this late hour stood out starkly in the moonlight. Just then, directly across the stream, he saw a sudden movement. A sentry he hadn't noticed before adjusted his heavy rifle to a more comfortable position on his shoulder and leaned back against the giant oak he stood beside. This change in position brought the sentry into the full light of the moon, revealing him clearly to the sniper. The fool! He'll pay for that mistake, thought the sniper. Carefully he raised his long rifle into position, centering the enemy soldier in his sights. Silently he pulled the hammer back with his thumb and placed his finger on the trigger. Exhaling slowly, he waited for the rapid pounding of his heart to slow. He couldn't miss at this range. The sentry was as good as dead. He'll not see the morning, the sniper thought grimly. Just as he was about to pull the trigger and send the bullet down the long barrel on its deadly mission, the Union soldier moved. Cursing silently, the sniper repositioned his rifle and once again began to gently squeeze the trigger. At that moment, the sentry raised his eyes toward heaven and in a beautiful baritone voice began to sing. The words came clearly to the ears of the hidden Southerner, and he recognized them as a hymn his mother used to sing. Savior, like a shepherd, lead us. Relaxing his finger on the trigger, he thought, I'll just let him finish singing. He's mine anyway. I can't miss. But as the song's words drifted to his ears, a rush of memories filled the sniper's mind, waking long-forgotten emotions. A tear furrowed through the dirt on his cheek. He thought of his sweet Christian mother, who had sung him this very song so many times. She had died young, and he still missed her. As the Union soldier finished the last stanza, the sniper found he couldn't aim through his tears, and his hand fell uselessly from the trigger. Slowly, he lowered his rifle and turned back toward his own lines. He could not shoot a man who sang like that. Years passed, the war ended, and the Confederate snipers and the Union sentries' lives took widely divergent paths. The sniper wandered from place to place, trying to find some meaning and purpose for his life, 
all the while haunted by the memories of that song heard one moonlit night on a battlefield. The Union sentry, Ira D. Sankey, became a well-known singing evangelist traveling with the famous preacher Dwight L. Moody. Sankey's melodious voice stirred hearts for Christ around the world. His songbook, Sacred Songs and Solos, became one of the best-selling songbooks of all time. He compiled ten additional hymn books, the profits of which went to support evangelism and to build churches and schools. Sankey composed approximately 80 songs, including The Ninety and Nine, Faith is the Victory, and Under His Wings. During a series of meetings in London, he sang to 2,350,000 people, and many were converted. Everywhere he and Moody went, revival soon followed. But the paths of the Union Sentry turned singing evangelist and the former Confederate sniper were to cross again. On a Christmas Eve in 1875, on a steamboat traveling up the Delaware River, the former sniper heard a voice he remembered from another moonlit night many years before. Making his way to the deck, he saw Ira Sankey leaning against one of the funnels of the boat, just as he had leaned against the oak tree on that far-off battlefield. His eyes again raised toward heaven, Sankey sang the same shepherd song. Once again, the Southerner's sin-hardened heart was stirred. Once again, he thought of his childhood and compared it to the rough life he'd led since. But as Sankey's rich baritone voice filled the air, all the pain and despair he'd carried for so long seemed to be lifted away, and the man felt a deep longing to know this shepherd of which his one-time Civil War enemy sang. While the last notes of the song still seemed to hang in the chilly air, the former sniper made his way to Sankey's side. Sir, do you remember a moonlit night in the early 1860s? he asked. There were many such nights, Sankey replied. Then tearfully the former sniper told him the story of how he'd nearly ended Sankey's life and how Sankey had been saved from certain death by the words of the shepherd's song. He also told of his life since and pleaded with Sankey to help him find the shepherd of the song. For a moment, Sankey just stood staring open-mouthed at the stranger. Then, with joy, he drew his former enemy close. Moving away from the crowd that had gathered to hear him sing, Sankey gently told this lost sheep about the good shepherd. And on that steamboat on Christmas Eve, the former sentry and the former sniper knelt together and praised the God who had saved them both. The story you have heard today is from God's Greatest Stories, written by various authors and compiled by Randy Fischel, and used with permission from the Pacific Press Publishing Association. If you're interested in any other books published by the Seventh-day Adventist Church, please visit AdventistBookCenter.com or call 1-800-765-6955. This podcast is a production of the Carolina Conference of the Seventh-day Adventist Church.